Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled, Protecting Your Personal Energy. And this is a massively important topic because if you're wanting new results in your life, if you want to attain those goals, you will need to learn how to generate more energy and also become cognizant of the things that are affecting your energy because the activities and people we hang out with will impact the quality of your thinking, your inspiration, your capability to dream, and of course, your energy levels. So there's so much practical information in this episode. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome back to the show. I hope you all are having an amazing day today. And truthfully, I am looking forward to this fall season. We just entered fall a couple days ago and the summer has been a doozy in a good way. I've done so many fun activities, got married, we bought a condo in Canmore, gone to the fly-in cabin multiple times. It's just been an action-packed summer and it's been so much fun. But the one thing that I found myself lacking throughout that busy, or I guess I should call it active time, was really connecting with myself on a deeper level, getting true to what is serving me the most, progressing me the most, and really getting in tune with my energy levels, what's providing me with energy what's depleting my energy there's just been such a consistent roll of fun activities and still working my full-time job and just so much on the go that it's been a lot more difficult to get in tune with my intuition and what serves me at the highest level and progressing me forward with my vision and my life goals and that really spawned this episode today, which is titled Protecting Your Personal Energy. And getting into these fall month this fall these this fall season and the winter months, you know, usually it's a bit more a lot more downtime, less exciting, less activities to do. Um, But there's also so much benefit that comes from it. And I tend to get the most work done, be the most productive. Like I said, just really uh, that these couple seasons coming up really allow me to step into my personal power, my inner work and help me progress closer to my vision. So I have that time and flexibility in those warm summer months to have a bit more fun and not pay as much attention to those. So in today's episode, we will talk about protecting your personal energy. And We've all had days where we feel completely drained, we have that low vibration, and all we want to do is, well, sit around and do nothing. And we've also experienced days where we are motivated, inspired, and just pumped up on life. And something many of us are probably guilty of is not necessarily tracking what causes us to feel that way. And today I want to talk about the activities and probably the people in our life that are either supplying, uh, aka generating our energy levels, or the ones that are depleting our energy. Now, 
This is such an important topic because many times um, we don't like to make changes in our life because what we're currently doing is comfortable, potentially easy, and it's familiar to us. We like to do things that are familiar. That's why we love routine so much because we expect, we know what's coming, we can expect it, we can prepare for it. It's not necessarily as scary. It's not necessarily as uncomfortable. We like to live in the familiar, in the comfortable um, playing field. And we are living life um, like we're currently, like we currently have all this time because that's the way we think it's supposed to be. And today I'd like to challenge that way because if we want new results in life, we will have to evolve into a new or into a different version of ourselves. And that means doing things differently than we currently are doing them right now. And that might involve limiting the time that we spend with certain people and potentially refraining or doubling down on particular activities or, um, or habits or yeah, just different, different things that we're doing in our day-to-day -day life. So who you hang out with will impact the quality of your thinking, your inspiration, your capability to dream, and of course, your energy. And we've all heard that saying before, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And they always say, choose these people wisely. So why is it though? Why is it we're the average of these five people? We, we've always heard the saying, but why exactly is that? And it's because you will naturally meld to the same ways of thinking have similar expectations for what is quote unquote normal or what is quote unquote a dream simply so you can relate to the other person in order to fit in. Now that's just the basics. That's just the evolutionary standpoint of what's happening in our subconscious, why we naturally do this. It's because of an evolutionary standpoint. We've evolved to fit in the tribe. We've evolved to think as the same way as, as our environment, as, as the people around us. So we fit in. So we survive with that tribe. But when we hang out with those same people, we gravitate to that normality. What is normal? Well, now think about the five people you spend the most time with. It's probably generally those people have in general, the same, um, the same expectations of what life is supposed to be, whether that's have that full-time job, have a couple kids, have an animal, have that house, work your whole life, retire. That's the dream, whatever it may be. Now look at extremely wealthy people. They probably have a different perspective on what money is, on what their work is, on what investing is. Even for me, for an example, um, I always wanted to become wealthy. I always wanted more finances in my life. I never wanted money to be an issue in my life with my family based on what my upbringing was and our, you know, we weren't hard done by by any means, but money was always an issue. We didn't have enough money. There was never enough money to do all the things we wanted to do. And I just didn't want that. And I don't want that in my life moving forward when I have a family. So that, that, inspired me to outsource ways to think outside the box, how to make more money, how to invest money. And that got me into real estate investing at a fairly young age. Um, but what that proved, just touching on this point of what normal is, to me before entering 
the studies of real estate investing and surrounding myself with other real estate investors, it wasn't normal to invest in real estate. It was normal to only have one house, pay off that house, work your full-time job, pay your bills, and that's how it is. That's what normal was. But once I started surrounding myself with these real estate investors, the new normal was to own multiple properties, to have cash flowing properties, to have tenants pay off the mortgage instead of me. And this became the new normal. This helped me to view real estate and investing in a different way, getting money to work for us instead of putting all my capital in, use other people's capital to pay off these houses. And that became the new normal. So when we only surround ourselves with the people that have the same beliefs, that have the same perceptions, that view the world the same way, it's going to limit us into that same way of thinking. That's why when you surround yourself with the average of five, you are the average of five people you hang out with. If you stretch that average, if you start to hang out with people who think a bit differently than you, who see things differently, who have things that you may not have, that now your belief system, the way you view things begins to shift in similar ways as them. So you don't want to constrict yourself with the exact same people, that mentality for your whole life, especially if you want to grow, especially if, especially if you have big dreams, new desires, and you want something different in your life, the people you hang out with have a massive impact on that. And on top of who you hang out with, we have to also be cognizant of the activities, hobbies, and habits that deplete or generate our energy. And most of the time, it's the activities that make us feel good in the moment, but lead to delayed negative repercussions. And some common examples of these are drinking, drugs, binge watching TV, un eating unhealthy food, staying up late, not getting enough sleep because it's more fun or we're, we're involved and <laughs> intrigued in a TV episode or whatever, and that affects our sleep. We're not, we might not exercise because there's other things that might be more fun to do in the moment. Uh, avoid learning or improving ourselves because that just takes up more time. Uh, gossip, etc., etc., etc. And this leads. This may be amazing and so fun in the moment, but it's not leading to that long longevity, that long-term desired outcome, that delayed gratification. And I touch on this because I just lived it through last weekend. I had my stag where we went to Whistler. It was incredible. It was an amazing time. We had this ballin Airbnb. It was like multiple, multiple million dollar home. Uh, it was everything that I would design in a house. It had the modern touches with the cabin, wood cabin walls, had a hot tub, had a pool table, had so many rooms. Because it was my stag, all the boys gave me the, the penthouse suite up, up, up on, the, on, the, on the top floor. And it was just incredible. And it was amazing. But it was a reminder of, you know, we drank a lot. We stayed up late. We did all these things that were amazingly fun. Now, I can just imagine if I did this all the time, there's no way I would be moving towards my goals or my vision. Yes, it, there's exceptions. You know, I only have one stag in my life. So... For me, I, I, I framed it that way. This only happens one time. I can come here. I can be present. I can have fun. I can do the things I don't normally do and I will be okay. 
But if I were to do this all the time, well, that is a different story. I saw the consequences, the full week it's taken me to essentially fully recover from that, to have that mental clarity, to be as sharp as I need to be, to progress and evolve, to bring me closer to the vision in life that I want to lead and live every single day. So we need to be aware of those activities that deplete our long-term energy. Not that are necessarily fun in the moment. Yes, it's good to mix those in every now and then, but what is the delayed effect of those activities? So a good exercise to perform often is to check in with yourself to ensure your energy levels are optimized. Now, for this exercise, it's a very simple exercise that you can do right now. Press pause on the episode or when you're back home, if you're listening to this on a commute or whatever it may be. It's very easy to do and it's a very, it'll, there's no lying in this exercise. It'll just be a blunt, black or white, what is depleting your energy or what is generating your energy. And all you do is take a full piece of paper and draw a line right down the middle. On the top left hand side, you write out energy suckers or energy drainers or depleters or whatever word resonates with you. And on the right hand side, you write energy supplier, energy generator, whatever it may be, whatever word resonates with you. And you literally just categorize every activity, every habit, every person you hang out with, put them on one side of the paper or the other. Now note, this exercise can be added to as you go now that you will be aware of to check in with yourself after you hang out with a certain person or after you do an activity or exercise make sure you put it on the piece of paper analyze check in with yourself how do i feel after i just hung out with this person and another important note is this exercise will only work if you are brutally honest <laughs> you know there's going to be there's going to be some people on there that we, we might not have been aware that it is, it is affecting our, our energy in a negative way because we enjoy or we like them. We like them as a friend. We like them as a family member. But sometimes we need to be brutally honest to see how this is actually affecting us, affecting our progress, affecting our energy levels. And here's some tips to help you be aware if you are hang out, hanging out with somebody who sucks your energy. We'll, we'll call them an energy vampire. <laughs> um, and people who drain your energy are typically people who are cynical, who resist efforts to be optimistic. Um, you can feel the lack of support from them or the fact they don't acknowledge your positivity or successes in life. You just feel that they aren't supporting you, that they don't really care what you're up to, or they don't support your success, or they're not happy for you. They may leave interactions, um, or you may leave those interactions emotionally or physically exhausted. Uh, you may experience anxiety, fatigue, or frustration when you talk or hang out with them. Uh, you may worry about their issues or what they think about you more than your own well-being. You tend to worry. What are they thinking? Oh my gosh, what if I say this? What are they going to think of me? Instead of thinking about your own well-being, how might this serve you if you actually say those things, if you actually share your truths? Um, your positive feelings for them are beginning to dissipate or starting to disappear. You're feeling less positivity towards them. You can't be yourself around them 
or you hold back your true thoughts and feelings. And this is a big one. And this one happens a lot when you're going through a lot of personal change. Um, this, this is a huge one because people expect you to stay the same. People want to maintain that familiarity. They want to maintain that normality, what they expect. They want, they want predictability. And when you bring something new, because you're going through something new in your life, it may challenge them. And you may feel like you can't be your, yourself, you, that you can't express what's going on in your life, how you actually feel about a certain topic or subject. And that is an absolute energy sucker. That's so, that's so bad to have around when you're trying to evolve into a new version. When you evolve into a new way of being, you tend to have new thoughts. And if you can't share those openly, that's a very difficult spot to be. And it takes energy to hide that, to stay how you used to be. You're, you're literally retracting yourself to old ways of being. And um, those energy vampires, <laughs> they rarely will express genuine happiness for you. They tend to point out flaws or negative aspects about your plan, your goals, your visions, your accomplishments. You know, they can't just be optimistic for you or they're not pumped up when you tell them an idea. They say, oh, well, what if this happens? Well, what if this turns bad? And they bring in the negativity. Like, it's, it's so difficult to share and be inspired and to be authentic when you're all excited to, to tell your loved ones or friends or family or even coworkers what's going on in your life, what your goals, what your vision are. And they come back with all the reasons why it's a bad idea, all the reasons why it could go south, all the reasons why, you know, it's, it's, it's not a good idea. And that is just not a good place to leave. And you leave that going in. You're all excited to, t to share this great news and this good idea or this new venture that you have. And you go into the conversation all jazzed up and then you leave depleted because they've only pointed out what could go wrong. And that is not a good place to sit. They may struggle with envy and jealousy. Uh, they tend to focus on their problems or highlight how their problems are always bigger than yours are. And you're changing your desired actions in life to align more with theirs, even if it's not aligned with the path you are trying to take. Now, that again is such a dangerous spot to be in. If you're trying to make changes, if you're trying to go in a new direction and then you hang out with someone and catch yourself falling back to aligned actions with how you used to be just so you fit in with them, that is an energy depleter. You do not want to be in that position and you need to become aware of what's going on. Otherwise, all that you're guaranteeing is stagnation. It's going to be so hard to breach from that point to become that new person, to become aligned with your new vision if you keep reverting back to these old patterns and these old ways simply to fit in with somebody because they are going to accept you for only the old you and not the new version. Now, after completing this exercise, it might be obvious which people or activities are on each side of the paper. You might say, oh, okay, yeah, clearly I knew that. But for some, it might be pretty shocking. And in either case, new action based on this data, based on that piece of paper, there's your data. It's either depleting your energy or it's generating your energy. It's either black or white. So now based on this data, you need to take consistent actions to align yourself 
with that side of the paper, which is providing you with energy. And, you know, we can, we have that power to take those new actions. And I like to think of a metaphor for this case, which is, Think about a, a utility supplier, whether it's NMAX, Energy, or Epcor, or whoever your city utility provider is. You can switch utility providers to get a better rate, whoever offers a better rate. Or you can alter your consumption of the amount of electricity or natural gas or water you use in your house. You have the power to lower that power bill. You have the power to alter your decisions to get a new utility rate, to get a new utility bill, to lower your costs. It's the same way with the people or activities we spend the most time with. We can alter those things. Now, again, this may include changing old paradigms, such as family is everything, or keeping that best friend around simply because they have been your best friend forever. Knowing people your whole life doesn't mean they fully understand or support you. Now, think about this. <laughs> you know, what if you're in an absolute poisonous relationship with a family member and you're only sticking it out and grinding it through because they're your family? Well, that is not a healthy place to live and you are guaranteeing a depletion of energy. That's not to say you can't repair and make that relationship better, but we, we may need to shift those old paradigms. If, if you have that paradigm, it's family is everything. They come number one no matter what. It's like, well, if they're absolutely sabotaging your life, they might not need to be number one in this moment. You know, that's, that's not to say that things can't get better and you can't repair that. But, you know, we need to be aware of that. Or if we have that old friend who we've just had our whole life, but we keep thinking the same thoughts, having the same beliefs, talking the same way we, we talk because we've done it our whole life with them. That's also going to be holding us back, keeping us within those parameters of the same five people we hang out with and which will lead to the same results. So always ask, is this relationship serving both parties? Do I feel respected? Do I feel heard? Do I feel supported by this person or activity? Do I respect and support them as well? It needs to go both ways. And Jess and I have felt a shift over the last few years once we started making changes in our life and once we started having new beliefs and thinking new ways and dreaming bigger and formulating a life that serves us and moving us in the, in the direction of our, our vision. And we've felt the shift with some friends and people in our lives and have, have, have had to be extremely cognizant of what activities affect our energy. And we strive to live optimally every day. And we are pursuing the life we desire. We really had to get real with this exercise of energy depleters or energy suppliers. And Jess and I frequently openly talk about this topic. How do we feel after that activity? How do we feel after that interaction with a certain person? And for us, it always boils down to looking at this topic in a very simplistic manner. Is this person or habit or activity generating energy in my life or is it depleting my energy? Simple. It's the simple, real truth that we have to face. And we ask that question and then we analyze and then we can, 
you know, then we can make the necessary tweaks and alterations of how much time we're spending or if it's worth it or, you know, we, we, we can adapt from there. But we first of all, we need to be real. We need to have the awareness of what's going on, how it's actually affecting our life, how it's affecting our energy levels. So once we're aware of this, what can we do? Well, I've come up with a few tips of what we can do. First tip is protect your energy by bringing positivity to how we view the people around us. So low vibrational thoughts will tend to lead to low vibrational feelings. And I believe we tend to receive what we give out, what we give out to the world, what we give out to others. We will in turn eventually get that back. Meaning if you gossip and talk badly about others, you will naturally be expecting people to be doing the same about you. You gossip about them because you believe they're gossiping about you. So instead, respect others, talk highly about them, and choose to see their best attributes. We never fully know what other people are actually thinking about us when we're not present with them. So we're left to tell stories or we're left to fabricate a story saying, oh, I bet they're saying this or I think they're saying this. So what if we tell amazing stories about them when they're not in our presence? And then it's going to be a lot easier for us to believe that they're telling good stories about us. So in doing this, it just makes it easier to imagine that people are doing the same talking positively about us. It doesn't mean it's necessarily the truth, but it makes it easier to imagine that. And the more positivity and the more good we give out, the more we can reciprocate. So protect your energy by bringing positivity to how we view the people around us. The second tip is be aware of familiar energy patterns. Now, I tend to get absorbed into old energy patterns when I when I, so for, in, for instance, when I walk into my parents' house, because I lived in that environment for so many years of my life around them. And when I still, to this day, go into that house, I am flooded with the old energy patterns of how I used to feel and act when I lived there. Not necessarily, not necessarily aligned to the person I am today. Or even such an example as on the stag. I was hanging out with my old friends, who many of them I went to high school with. You know, we And right as soon as we got back together, we were acting, joking, telling the same jokes, thinking the same ways, and just being like we used to. Don't get me wrong, it was a blast, but it was that familiar energy pattern. But if we do this too often, and if we don't course correct and take new actions and take ownership for how we're showing up in those environments, it's going to hold us back and keep us in that familiar energy pattern. But to become a new version of ourself, we need to have a different energy that we emulate. We need to emulate the energy of the new version of ourselves over and over and over again. So we will need to break free from our old patterns. So to do this, we need to cultivate new experiences, new habits and actions so we consistently break free from the energy patterns we are familiar with. So even if I do go to my parents and I get sucked into that old energy habits, I need to make sure that my daily habits, my experiences, how I show up otherwise are going in the other directions, that I don't stay in that pattern and that I also do my best to show up with, a, you know, being aware of that this energy, this old way of being tends to flood over me in familiar experiences. So again, it's just the awareness of how our energy gets affected with who we hang out with. Um, and 
the best, the best way, the best exercises and routines to ensure that we become that best optimal version of ourselves is by practicing holistic health. And I will preach this to the day I die, but including daily practices such as meditation, mindfulness, exercise, nutrition, sleep, connection, nature, all, whatever it may be, whatever these daily practices are, we need to be doing those so we can perform optimally so we can live congruently with what our vision is because chances are our goals that we have for the future will involve us to become a different version of ourselves to attain them because who we are now doesn't have those results. We need to become something new, someone different to achieve new results. And the only chance we have at ever doing that is by performing at an optimal level. And there's no way around. <laughs> there's just no way around exercise, nutrition, sleep, meditation, all those, you know, all these tools that help us so drastically. And these daily practices will help you connect with what you intuitively know is best for you. It will become more clear with a continual practice who you should be hanging out with, the people you need to be hanging out with, and what activities and habits you should be practicing to get you to that next level. Uh, the next tip is we need to ensure or establish boundaries. So limit the amount of time you spend with the energy vampires or activities that are on that left side of the page, the energy depleters, let's establish boundaries. That doesn't mean we need to exile or eliminate the people we have in our life, but we may need to set up boundaries, limitations on how much time we're spending, how much time we're doing those activities. You know, for me, it was drinking was a big one. I used to party a lot and I really had to set up some massive boundaries around that. You know, because I wasn't, I couldn't perform optimally if I was partying or if I was having more drinks than I wanted to, or if my sleep schedule was getting affected by it. We need to establish those boundaries to protect our energy levels. And the last tip is know your limits. Don't be obligated to perform tasks or hang out with people in the same manners as you have been previously. Now, if you have that friendship that you always hang out till two in the morning and have stay up late having drinks and socializing, know your limits. You know, you don't need to do that anymore. You can create new limits. Don't feel obligated or guilty to do things that you've done before because you have a new agenda. You have new goals. You have a new vision. So within that new vision, know your limits. So that basically sums up the episode. Uh, just a friendly reminder that if you have been listening to this podcast, if you enjoy this podcast, if any of my messages are serving you, please rate and review this podcast. It's a very easy thing to do and it's going to help this podcast reach more and more people. No one, it's, it's very difficult to find the podcast unless it has more views, more reviews. And, and, and it's just really going to help this blossom into something bigger and attract more people. So I would really appreciate if you could help me out there. And also a reminder that if you're looking to evolve, if you're looking to progress, if you're looking to attain new goals in your life, in particular men in relationships or anything in your life, if you want new results and any of my messages have been resonating with you, feel free to check out my website at joelmahe.ca. Reach out to me, send me a message. Um, 
and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if my message is having an impact on you or if you'd be interested in working with coaching, um, coaching one-on-one -on -one with me. That is a service I provide, so feel free to reach out and I'd love to hear from you. So to wrap up this episode, this can be something that is very difficult to face. We might feel guilty or resistant to fully accept the truth of what might be affecting our energy levels. One thing is certain. If we don't make any changes, we are solidifying our stagnant destiny. If you desire to move closer to your dreams, to have a higher level of thinking, and to have more inspiration, then you need more energy. Become aware of the people and aspects in your life that either supply your energy or deplete it. And you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. Take care.